0: hello everybody welcome in to this week's episode of the press box report i'm your host as always tanner scott i'm so glad to be back i am so sorry that i did not do a podcast last week i was going to but since it was easter i forgot and i hope you all had a good easter and a good week I'm so glad to be back and I have some exciting news if you haven't already heard. The Yukon Huskies are the twenty twenty-three NCAA men's college basketball national champions. They beat the San Diego State Aztecs in the championship. It wasn't a very good game. Yukon, I think most people knew Yukon was gonna win, but it wasn't official yet. That's my only news for college. Basketball, but that's a pretty big one. With some MLB news, the Tampa Bay Rays, who ha- had a 13 game winning streak, have their winning streak ending their 14th game to the Toronto Blue Jays yesterday. They lost, ending their High of the longest winning streak, like undefeated season, in, uh, in the MLB, they tied with thirteen games. A long time for baseball, but did not get the title. They just tied. So, too bad for if you're a Rays fan, but not if you're Tampa Bay, and not Tampa Bay, a Toronto fan probably pretty happy with some more basketball but for the nba on the other side nba playoffs are among us and it's set already i think it started today the like 16 team playoff i think that's when it starts or started and i'm curious to see Which teams are makers or faking in the playoffs? What I mean by this is who actually has a shot of making it to the finals? Let me just double check these real quickly. There's one that I want to make sure I did not do. Uh, All right. So starting off, it's only the top four seeds in each conference. So starting off is the Milwaukee Bucks. I said that they are making this season because I mean they still got Giannis. They are the best team in the e in the in the central. It's like the I think it's central. So I definitely think that they have a good shot of making it. On the West, the Denver Nuggets, I also say mi- making this year because, I mean, they got Yana, uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, the other best basketball player at, right now in the NBA. But I, I think one of those two teams are probably going to win. As a two seed, the Celtics, I said, are making this year. I think they haven't they've been themselves recently in pre- past few years, but I still think that they are one of the better teams in the NBA. The other number two seed in the Memphis Grizzlies, I think, are faking. I don't think that they have a chance to win the national championship. They're just too young because I think that uh, the Nuggets – just a little bit better. Plus if, I think if they play the Bucks, they also have a little bit more like they've made it to the past two years I think. So, that's why I don't think they really have a shot. 76ers are also faking. I don't really think the Sixers are that good this year. But uh I don't see them winning the National Championship. Because they only have Embiid. That's about it. I mean, they have Harden, but Harden, I I don't think Harden is great. The next three seed is the Kings. I think that they're definitely faking. I think that they might lose in the first round to the Golden State Warriors. That's my hot take. So I don't think that they even see the second round. Actually I want to go back to Memphis. I do think Memphis might have a a chance to win there. I'm changing that. I'm going to say that I think that they could. I mean, if the, the if the Bucks and Nuggets aren't there, I think that they would be able to win. But so then I'm going to go down to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't think they're there yet. But I definitely think that they could make it to the Title game just not win. So, I'm going to say faking for them. And our last one is the Phoenix Suns. I'm going to say faking. I don't think that they were as good as the past few two years. I could see them <laughs> winning the West, but not, not beating some of these other Eastern teams. So, I'm going to say that they are faking as well. So, only three making teams. I think only one team from the East. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be like Bucks versus the Grizzlies, but if the Bucks aren't in there, I would probably say probably the 76ers and then having the Grizzlies win. So, if they are in there as well. That's all I have for the NBA. But uh I will keep you in touch with that. This is the segment I am most looking forward to this week. Is my NFL mock draft, so let's just it's with the it, there is trades in this mock draft, the first whole first round thirty one picks with trades. So let's just get started with Carolina. I think that Carolina's going to go with a quarterback, probably one that we all are kind of thinking that they might go with. I picked Bryce Young out of Alabama. I just think. Why else would they have traded up to number one when they could have traded to number three? I think it's because they know that t- the Texans wanted Bryce Young, so they wanted to make sure that they could get him before they do. So I think Bryce Young is going to go and suit up for the Panthers this year. I think He's going to be week one starter. So now let's go down to the Texans. I think that was really their only quarterback at number two that they're like, oh, if he's there, we're going to get him. But if not, We're not going to take a quarterback because we have a pick at number 12 and one might fall to us. So I said they're going to to get linebacker Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama. So top two picks, both for Alabama. I think whoever the Texans pick with this number two pick, it will help them if they make a good decision. And I definitely think Will Anderson Jr. will be helping the Texans just because they need a lot of help. Even if they would have went wide receiver, which would be really high, but if they decided to, it wouldn't be, wouldn't hurt them at, at least. But I think Will Anderson Jr. is probably has the highest floor. I would say, out of all the defensive players, not necessarily the ceiling. I'd still say Jalen Carter has a higher ceiling, but he his floor is lower because of his off field stuff. Number three was the Arizona Cardinals, but I tra- but I had the Indianapolis Colts trading up one pick to get number three and C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State quarterback. I think that they wanted to get their guy before another team would have traded up. So I think that that's why they only traded up one. I don't think they're going to be trading a whole lot because Arizona's only going down one, and they still can get whatever defensive player they want that isn't Will Anderson Jr. I think CJ Stroud will really help out this Indianapolis team. I think he's per- – I personally – I might be a little biased, but <coughs> – sorry, it my voice might sound a little different today. Sorry about that. But I have a slight cold. But I do think he will be ending up as the best quarterback in this year's draft especially if he goes to Indianapolis. I think Indianapolis is a good team. They just haven't had a good quarterback in the past few years. I think C.J. Stroud could turn this team around because they do play in, I would say, the worst division in the NFL. I mean, who are they playing? Jacksonville is the other best team. I, I think that with Stroud, they could easily jump Jacksonville. Number four is now Arizona's from the Colts. I have not thing... Defensive tackle out of Georgia, Jalen Carter. The other, I would say the second best defensive player in this year's draft is Jalen Carter out of Georgia. I think I would not be against if you said that he's better than Will Anderson Jr. I just think people are a little bit more hesitant on this guy, but I think they're very close together, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does go a little bit earlier. But, how much earlier really could he really go? I think he would help out Arizona. I think it, it, either person would. Um, I think him and Anderson will definitely be going in the top five picks. Now moving on to Seattle. I have them taking another defensive player. Edge out of Texas Tech in Tyree Wilson. He's very good. This might be a little high on him, but I just thought, why wouldn't the Seahawks take a defensive guy like Tyree Wilson if they got the chance, and they do? So I think Tyree Wilson's a great pickup. I mean, what else would they need? They have another pick later anyway, so why not just get get your edge guy early? Cause he's probably he's the best edge rusher in this year's draft. And number six goes to the Lions for their first pick, and Devin Witherspoon, first cornerback off the board from Illinois. He is a really good cornerback, top cornerback in this year's draft, in my opinion. And I think the Lions need a lot of defensive help. Yes, you might say, oh, what about a quarterback? There's only two off the board. They could get him and to be Goff's placement. But I'm like, I don't think Goff is that bad. Maybe a wide receiver. They can get a wide receiver with their next pick if they really wanted to. And I just think Witherspoon is too much to, to – look over so next at number seven is the Las Vegas Raiders and I have another cornerback being taken in this one it might be a little high for the seventh pick might have him lower and Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon I think he seems pretty good Oregon's a great team Uh, on some other uh, I looked at a big board and they had him, I think, top ten, I think. But I think that Las Vegas. They I don't think they'll go quarterback. I just don't they got Jimmy Garoppolo. I think they'll they might get another veteran but not a rookie. And I wasn't gonna take a wide receiver with them. I don't think they will. So that's why I picked Gonzalez. Number eight is the Atlanta Falcons. The first wide receiver though is coming off the board. Jackson Smith Najigba out of Ohio State. It's going to the Falcons. I think the Falcons should have gone, could have gone defense, but I'm just like, hey, they need a lot of help anyway. And I think Ritter should be stepping in. I'd be kind of surprised if he's not. I'd be and get this young quarterback another great receiver to throw to. This would be a trio now with Cal Pitts. And I'm blanking on the other guy's name. But they have another really good wide receiver. And Najigbo would just be a very good slot receiver. But also, I I could see him also playing on the outside. So I think he would be great in Atlanta and be able to. I think Atlanta could go to the playoffs because they play in pretty bad division. Number nine, I have... The Chicago Bears trading down because they don't have to pick anyone yet. They need a lot of help, and they're trying to get a lot of draft picks. I have Washington trading up with the Bears to get Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. This might be a little low. I could see I could see Richardson going as high as number one. I think if Washington trades up, this will be their guy. Um, I think they just they need a quarterback a young quarterback would be a lot of help for them so I think washington could really use Richardson even if Richardson has to sit on the bench for like a year or two i still think he'd be a great pickup at number nine for the washington commanders and the Bears will have pick 11 so only in two so wait no one where, where oh no in a few picks more than that number 10 are the Eagles with their first pick. I have them taking Kalijah can Cansey, Defensive end out of Pitt. This is kind of a shocker to me. He was there whenever Pitt made it to, I would assume, made it to I would assume he was there with Pitt whenever they made it to the New Year Six Bowl two years ago. And he is supposed to be a very good Defensive end, and I just think Philly doesn't need a whole lot of players. They're good as is. This can't hurt them. Even if he doesn't start, which I bet he still does, but even if he doesn't, it won't hurt to have a really good rookie on the bench. So that's why I think they'll go with a defensive end out of pit. Number 11, Tennessee. I have them taking the first offensive tackle off the board, which is Parrish Johnson Jr. out of Ohio State. I think he is be- the best offensive tackle this year. I think he's better than Krawczyk, even though Krawczyk is still a very good offensive tackle. I just think he's slightly better than Karonsky. and I think the Titans do want to try to hold on to Henry as long as they can. So, what? How? What's better? What's a better way to do this than to get a very good young offensive tackle? <coughs> So that's why I think that Tennessee will be going with the uh, offensive tackle instead of like a wide receiver that would say could because there's great wide receivers still left on the board. but I, I just think this' is a little bit safer to get, get to keep Henry. So now Houston is on the clock. they got this pick from the Cleveland Browns. I think that since I didn't get their quarterback with number second pick, I think they're going to do it 10 picks later and in. Will Levis out of Kentucky. I don't think Will Levis is a great quarterback. I saw him play at Penn State a little bit before he went and transferred to Kentucky. And, I mean, I think he's better than Penn State's other quarterback. But I still don't think he's great. I still think he has a lot of room to grow. I wouldn't take him here. I would have traded down if I wanted to. Because if I'm looking down at some of the other picks that are coming up, Jets, I don't think they're going to take one. Especially if they're trying to get Aaron Rodgers. New England, I don't think they're going to take a rookie. I don't think they will. And Chicago won't either. So I would have traded down a little bit more. And, yeah. But we're traded up and got... Anthony Richard Jr., but, or just taking someone with their number two pick. But Levis, I don't love Levis. I think that, yes, they do need a quarterback. He's the next best guy. But I definitely think that there's a big gap in between Anthony Richardson and Levis. But still, I think he could be a good quarterback. It's just I, th- I think Houston isn't the best place for him. I think he'll have to take a year off. I don't think they're ready for a young guy but they might have to get a veteran for a year or two before Will Levis can start playing. I think he'll end up a lot like uh, Zach Wilson, personally. But he'll probably be a little bit better than that. But that same type of guy, kind of not great. 13, the Jets. I have them taking the second best, in my opinion, I'm going tackle in Peter Skronsky out of Northwestern because last year they're young running back in Breeze Hall, got injured. I think the best way to protect him this year, better. And if they get Aaron Rodgers, this will also help them. I think Peter Scrantz could be a very good right tackle and maybe even left tackle. So I think he's a very good offensive tackle in this year's draft class. I was a little bit surprised that he was from Northwestern. I don't think of Northwestern as like a athletic school, but Peter Scrantz is definitely an athlete. So. Yeah. 14, this might come to us in the New England Patriots. This pick might come to a surprise to some if you've been following the draft in the past, like, 10 years. This is in a very common position to be drafted in this high or even in the first round. I think the Patriots will be going with tight end Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. I just think he's so talented. And, I mean... I have heard that the Patriots might be getting uh, a veteran tight end, but, I mean, I still think they could use another tight end because Michael Mayer is still very good, and if they don't keep the veteran for a super long time, I still think they'll have a good backup. Plus, I think most really good teams or teams that have two tight ends do better than teams without. Them, I mean, yes, the Chiefs are kind of an exception to that because they got basically another wide receiver. But I feel like if you have one that blocks and one that receives, that won't hurt you. And I could see Michael Mayer doing either pick 15 in Green Bay. I have them taking Edge out of Iowa and Lucas Van Ness. I think he is kind of underrated on most people's boards. But uh, Van Ness is a very talented Big Ten athlete. I think he deserves – I could. I think some teams are underrating him, but I think he will come out as one of the better. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins defensive player – rookie of the year, not player of the year, defensive rookie of the year this year. I could see that. Will he pro- – no, but I, I see him as a as dark horse candidate. 16 in Chicago. They're up now from Washington. I think that they still get another defensive player. Well, their defensive player. In safety out of Alabama and Brian Branch. I think Branch is a very talented safety. I think that this is about what time he'll go around in this year's draft. I think this is about what time the top safety goes anyway, maybe a little bit later. But Branch, I think, is a very good safety, and I think a safety is a good pick for the Bears. And I think that since they were able to get it, their defense player a little later that will definitely help them especially because they didn't need like a wide receiver or anything now they have dj Moore on their roster pick 17 in pittsburgh i, I think that this one won't come to any shock for anyone i think joey porter jr will be going to pittsburgh cornerback out of penn state i mean his dad played for the Steelers, so i think that's kind of like hey this kid we know his dad we probably know his work ethic he will be good we saw him At Penn State, he was a very good player, hard to play against in the backfield. I think uh, Pittsburgh kind of needs almost a reset from the past few years since Ben Roethlisberger, which I think is what they're trying to do. A lot of the guys that were there with Roethlisberger aren't anymore. They got rid of Juju Smith-Schuster. They only have Johnson. They don't have a lot of other guys that they used to. And I think – Joey Porter Jr. will be able to help out their defense, which is kind of known to be a really good defense, and I think he will be able to help. Detroit at number 18. I think now that they will be getting their wide receiver that they do need. I, I mean you can make the argument, get another defensive player. I wouldn't be against that, but I'm just like, only one wide receiver taken. And, and that was a while ago. So I just think the Lions, they could use another wide receiver, especially one at this caliber of Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is my second favorite in this year's draft. Coming out of Boston College, kind of a surprise to me. But I know the name. I know he is pretty good this year. I think the Lions, He, yeah, I don't think he'll be a star for the Lions, but I definitely think he will be able to break up the gap with uh, St. Saint- Brown as well, so I think this definitely helped the Lions be able to not just get double teams by other defenses, so this should help them in other games, So, and I think Flowers will be good in the NFL. Number 19, Tampa Bay, I have them taking an edge, rusher out of Georgia, and Nolan Smith, Georgia won the national championship this year, so and Nolan Smith was on that roster. So why wouldn't you get a Ned Rusher like Nolan Smith if you were the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers don't need a ton. You could make the argument they should get a running back, but I don't think so. I think defense is a smarter move here for them. Their defense... Especially with Tom Brady leaving, I think that it will kind of get spread up in this year and in the up-coming years. I think a lot of players will be leaving since Tom Brady is no longer there, and I think Nolan Smith is a great rookie to have for four years or more. Number twenty, Seattle's next pick, I have is edge rusher out of Clemson in Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy, I think a little underrated, but still a good a good player. I think they will definitely help Seattle because they don't have a great defense. And they already got another defensive player in Tyree. They got him as, I want to say, an edge. But you can't have – no, as a defensive tackle. So just another guy on the line in Miles Murphy to try to help the other side of the ball – not offense, which they already have a pretty good offense. Defense is where they need help. Twenty-one in Chargers. Now I have them taking Darnell Wright. Offensive tackle from Tennessee. I just think they have Eckler. Eckler's kind of old. If he gets hurt, he might not be able to come play again. I think White or sorry, Wright out of Tennessee is a good tackle that if you had to use him on left, it wouldn't be my first choice. I would definitely put him right tackle first unless you don't need a tackle. I would be okay with keeping him on the bench because you never know whenever your line is going to have injuries. But I would think where he'll start is right tackle, but still a good player and definitely could help Austin Eckler. Number 22, the Baltimore Ravens. You could say you should take a rookie quarterback, especially if Lamar is getting traded. But I don't know that yet, so I'm leaving quarterback out of my mind. And I have them taking Quentin Johnston, wide receiver out of TCU. They did play in the the playoffs this past year. Johnston kind of fell a little bit, I think. I think he was supposed to be higher right after the season, but he fell. I just think some of these other wide receivers and like Zay Flowers and Najigba kind of jumped him, but still a very talented player. And I think in a way to try to keep Lamar, or if you got a new quarterback that likes to throw, you should give them another wide receiver in Quentin Johnston out of TCU. T- Minnesota next, another Clemson guy. Defensive end, Brian Bresci, defensive end, is uh, – some people might have him higher than Murphy, but I think Murphy's just a tad bit better. And I th- I just – I think Bresci will still be a late pick. In Minnesota – I don't know what, really what Minnesota needs. Like, I feel like they should be good. But they just aren't, haven't made that jump. They were better last year. Just haven't made the jump into the durable yet in a long time, and I think Breesy could help them get there. Not be the answer, but help the answer. Twenty-four, Jacksonville. I have them. I think they have a cornerback out of Maryland. In let's see, Deontay Banks. He is. This is kind of low for him. I think he'll fall a bit, but still a first rounder. I think. Jacksonville needs a cornerback. Their defense really needs some assistance. Their offense seems pretty good, pretty flawless, especially with Lawrence now. I just think defense is where they need the most help, and cornerback can't hurt them. 25, the Giants. I think we'll take Will McDonald-Edge out of Iowa State. He is someone I didn't know, but apparently is very good, and I think – Giants will be able to use him on D. They already have a pretty good defense, but uh, can't make it worse by having another young, good edge. He might not start right away, but I do think that he will see the field a lot in his career. 26, Dallas. I think that they will take Anton Harrison, offensive tackle, Oklahoma. I think that Harrison will help the running game without Zeke, but they still got a good running game. Sorry about that, but I think that Harrison is a great offensive tackle and will definitely help out the Cowboys. Buffalo, I think surprisingly, they will go with a wide receiver. Right now, they don't really need it, but if. They do trade away Stephon Diggs. I think they will have a big gap, and they'll need a wide receiver. So I put, I think Jordan Addison out of USC will be a very good player, especially at the draft pick that they have. I think that will be a good player to fill that gap, being the fourth wide receiver off the board. He's USC, good team. He's a good player. did good at the combine. So I think that he will sneak in there. Some people don't think the four wide receivers will be in this round. I think that they will sneak more in. 28, Cincinnati. I think that they will go with Broderick Jones out of Georgia, offensive tackle. Some people might have had him going a little bit higher, but I just think a lot of offensive tackles always go. And I think Cincinnati still needs to help that gap. You could have had them go with a running back. I just don't think a running back. I, don't, I feel like it's too hard to, to predict who's going to take him. And I just don't think that they will be the team to do that. So I have been going offensive tackle. And Broderick Jones, great offensive tackle. Top three, probably, in this draft. But and I think Cincinnati will definitely help. We'll, we'll benefit from this. New Orleans at 29. I think we'll go with an LSU edge rusher and B.J. Ojolari. That is Aziz Ojolari, the second-round draft pick last year, brother. And I definitely think that will help New Orleans. New Orleans is right on the cusp of making it back to the playoffs and doing well again. I think this could be their year that they go far in the playoffs, and I think that Ojolari will definitely help that That's a rookie. Number 30, Philadelphia got their next pick and I think that they will go with a cornerback now because that's who I think they wanted to take at number 10 but didn't have anyone that they wanted there, so they went with a different position. I think they'll go with Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State. I don't know how much he's actually going to play, but I definitely think eventually he will be helping whatever team, even if it's not the Eagles. I think he will be able to do something, even a little bit, for them. I don't know a whole lot about him, but – I think that he will go in the first round, just late, late first round. And with the last pick, the Kansas City Chiefs, I think, will take an offensive tackle because they lost a lot of them. They need a lot of help. That's kind of what they need. They don't really need a whole lot of other stuff, but I think that they will go with – let me see if I can pronounce this. Doan Jones, offensive tackle out of Ohio State. I think he – I think it's kind of funny that Ohio State is going to not have two – like they have two offensive tackles in this draft. and It's a good thing that like, that shows how good Ohio State is, but also how good their players are going to be having two of them and still being able to both be in the first round. I think he could fall out, but I just think he's the next best offense tackle and what else do the Chiefs really need. So thanks. That's my uh, draft, but I do have – tears for us this shouldn't take very long and this week is car brands so I think I have like 10 or 12 car brands so the brands that I used was Toyota Nissan Honda Ford Hyundai Chevrolet BMW Volvo uh, Audi Volkswagen GMC Tesla And Tesla tier one, I said with Chevrolet and Toyota. I just think these one is American, one is not, one is like Asian, Japanese, Chinese, something like that. Chevrolet, I'll start with. They just have like a lot of good cars. They have a lot of the cheaper cars, but also some nicer, more expensive cars. They have good trucks too. They also got like some sports cars, so that's why I have them at number one, and then Toyota. And number two in my top t- tier, I just think kind of in that same boat, a little bit less, but still they got SUVs, they got smaller cars. I don't know if they have trucks, but they got like just a good variety of cars. And everyone knows like, oh, Toyota, they got good cars. And a lot of people like them. Tier two, I said Honda. That's all I have. Honda's a, I would say Honda's more of a big car brand, but they do have a, some smaller cars. But when I think of Honda, I think of like SUV. And they're a very good car brand. I think a lot of people like them. I like Hondas. If I drove, that wouldn't be my last choice. It would be one of my first choice of brands. I like Hondas. I like white Hondas mainly. They got smaller SUVs, but are still nice. Tier 3, I have Ford, Nissan, and GMC. So all of these cars are... Two of them are from America... And I'll start with Ford. Ford, I would say, is a lot like Chevy. They got oh, good trucks. It's mainly what they have, but they also got some other good types of cars as well. Nissan, I would say, is a lot like Honda. Just a little. I don't like it as much. I don't know as much about it. I think Honda's got nicer cars, but Nissan is still good. And then GMC, mainly almost all like SUV type cars, like more like four wheel drive, bigger cars. Also, a GM, another GM property, but yeah. Tier four, I have Tesla, BMW. These are two more expensive cars, which is why I have them lower. I have Tesla here because they are the only like all electric car on this list. And so I think that they'll be right in towards the middle. And BMW is just expensive and weak. Hope you enjoyed it though. And I'll talk to you guys hopefully soon. I'll try to get back to you next weekend. I hope I will. And I hope you listen again. Please tell your friends, family, anyone to just get my podcast out there. Leave a five-star review if you can. I know you can do it on Apple Podcasts. So if you can, please do that. Leave a good review. So thank you, and I hope you enjoyed. Talk to you soon. And this is Tanner Scott signing out. Goodbye.